Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Useless Doctors Book Club. My name is Pooja. I'm Sarah. And I'm Harshini. And this week, we are here and going to discuss Gold Diggers by Sanjana Sethian. If you're a new listener here, hi, welcome. Um, We'll first give our non-spoiler thoughts on the book, and then we'll give a warning, like spoilers ahead, and then do a deep dive as to what we thought about the book um, towards the second half of the podcast. So first up, we're going to give you a little bit of a non-spoiler summary of the book, and I'm going to hand it off to Harshini to do that. So this book basically follows Neil Narayan, who is an Indian-American kid in the suburbs of Atlanta. He has, you know, friends and he's like not a not a popular kid, but kind of like a normal high school guy that you can think of. And he is neighbors with Anita, who is his good friend, who, you know, is pretty clearly in love with. I don't know if, you know, as a kid, you really know in love with means, but, you know, he is definitely having the feelings for Anita, but Anita is kind of like just viewing him as a friend. And in the beginning of the book, you kind of follow how his friendship with Anita and also his relationship with Anita's mom kind of grows and discovers that this family actually has this little secret. They drink gold, which is a little concoction they make from gold that they take from people and melt down into this lemonade. And it gives them this sort of power. And you learn how Neil gets involved with all of this and how it affects his relationship with Anita and other characters in the book. So you start out with you know, the high school story of Neil and Anita. And then the book goes on into their future lives and you kind of learn about how things have gone on from where things were in high school. And I will stop there. And if you're interested in the book, you can kind of read more, but we'll first give you our overall non-spoiler reviews and we'll start with Sarah. Okay (laughs) I feel so much pressure in the first one. So um I would rate this book a four out of five stars. Um I thought it was entertaining. It's definitely based on an abstract concept it's not like a very traditional plot to a story I did have I don't know I just I wish there was more of a story I felt like it was like I mean I was following Neil's life along but it wasn't like all right yes he's in love with this man he drinks this gold now he has no ambition but like Oh, I meant I <laughs> but I I just like didn't get the point of it until really far into the book, and I was like, <clears throat> I don't know. It made me less motivated and engaged. But yeah, like I said, I like the concept. Um, I like that it brought a lot of cultural 
point into it because I didn't, I don't know, being white, I don't know a lot of, but I mean, I have Indian friends, but I don't know a lot about Indian culture and like what it means to be in Indian culture. So I really liked um, that aspect of it. But yeah, again, a whole lacking a storyline until the very end kind of did it down to four stars. So Pooja, uh, was it Pooja? Yeah, Pooja, what's, what's your thought? Yeah, I mean, I can go. Um, All right. So I gave this book five stars. <laughs> I loved this book. And also full disclosure, I'm also the one who chose this book, but I specifically chose it like thinking that I wouldn't like it that much because it has this like, it has like a little bit, as Harshini mentioned during the summary, like it's a little bit like magical realism. Like there's a lot of like magic-y type of things going on. Um, and as Sarah mentioned, like it's a little bit more abstract in concept. Um, but I don't know what it, like, I just, I could, there were so many parts where I was just like laughing out loud so hard because I was like this is so dumb <laughs> or this is so funny like oh it was too funny and um yeah I give it five stars like it, I definitely thought it was really funny I thought the writing was just so like sharp like there were so many like witty funny things apologies if you can hear the police sirens in the background <laughs> It's Sunday night in Atlanta, you know. Also, I live in Atlanta, so a lot of the book takes place in Atlanta. So I could kind of like relate to a lot of the things that they were talking about. I kind of knew a lot of things. Also, I am Indian. So like I could also relate to that aspect as well as like the cultural aspect. So I think it was just like a lot of things that I found relatable. And I, if you've listened to previous episodes of this podcast, you know, like a big thing for me is that, can I relate to someone in the book? Can I relate to something in the book? Um, and that kind of like make or breaks my um, idea of the book. So this one, definitely a lot of things I could relate to. And I think that really influenced how much I enjoyed it. Um, but Harshini, what did you think? Yeah, so I definitely differed from Pooja. I will like give my overall thoughts before my start. I think, you know, I really did like the fact that this was an Indian American author, I believe. So, you know, the parts of it that had the Indian culture, as Sarah mentioned, like I liked that a lot because I don't read a lot of books with Indian characters in it. Um, I think the magical part of it definitely doesn't like bother me I know like Pooja's not a big fan of like magical fantasy type stuff that definitely is like def all down my alley but I don't know I just especially in the beginning found it like I felt really old reading this book because I was like this is the one of the first times I can remember that like reading or like you know even if I watch something that's in high school I'm just like these, these kids are so immature like it just really bothered me like the way that they're in and of course they're you know kids like I was like this makes sense for I, I forget if he was a freshman or a sophomore but he was like a young high school boy so I was like this this fits in with you know who he is as a character but I was just I think especially because we saw a lot of the story, like it was kind of from Neil's perspective and I don't know that. And like, I guess 
this part, I was like, I'm not sure if I should mention this in the summary, but basically, since Sarah alluded to it, the lemonade gold stuff gives you the ambition and like the kind of I get yeah I I guess the best word for it is ambition of the person whose gold it was so they specifically went after people in their community that had like high ambitions or like high achieving students and just the idea that that was like the point of the lemonade like really bothered me because I don't know I feel like as a pretty ambitious person it's not that they were like the problem was that they were like taking this from other people and like that's wrong or something but I feel like it was more of a thing where I just I wanted Neil to have his own ambitions and develop them himself you know I just wanted him to be someone who didn't have to like get certain outcomes because he like you know cheated his way through it because I feel like you know the whole point of like finding something you really like which he he does throughout the book he like is very into history and you see that you know later in the book but I guess that that part of it also just bothered me like I wish there was a different reason for the lemonade and I feel like then I could have gotten behind it a little bit more but yeah I I feel like this book for me was I can't really decide but like between three and 3.5 stars so much lower than Pooja's but I don't know I think it was just average and I definitely had parts of the book where I was like oh, I feel like I'm just reading this to read this and I didn't really want to like finish it so that was just my opinion any responses Okay. I, so like, I, I agree with the whole, like, I, I think I, I think we're on the same page of our opinion of Neil. Like I, but I personally like found him, like I liked his unlikableness, if that makes sense. Like, no, no. I just found like, like I literally have a note here where I was like, I kind of like Neil, like I'd be friends with him. He's so weird. But then like, as the book goes on, I'm just like, oh, Neil sucked. But I kind of like, still am intrigued. I know he, but the thing is like, so like, uh, there's this whole, I don't know, like if we're like borderline spoiling things, borderline not spoiling things. I'm, I'm kind of like on the edge right now, but Neil is like, I don't know, like he, in the beginning, he's so, he's just like, you're like, I've met people like Neil, like who are just so apathetic, right? Like they don't care about anything. They're just cruising through life. And I was like, that is such a real thing though. Like in real life, I'm pretty sure we went to college with people. Actually, I don't think we went to college with people like this, but we might have like went to high school with people like this, right? Who are like, they're so apathetic. Like they're, it's not like they're necessarily bad students, but they don't necessarily try and apply themselves. And it's just kind of like cruising, doing whatever. So I thought that characterization was just so realistic. And the author, like definitely either, like she knows someone who is exactly like this to portray it so accurately. Um, And I just appreciated that. And like, he's so, he does like so many like terrible things and he's like super like questionable behavior and whatever, but it's, 
he's, I just feel like he was so realistic. Like his, you know, his internal conflicts, realistic, like everything. It, it, it's just like, I could imagine him being a real person. That's why I like, I like hated him, but I also was like, just enjoyed and was intrigued by his whole characterization. But yeah, Sarah, you look like you have something to say. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree that the, the author definitely portrayed him as super realistic, but that does not make me want to be friends with him. Like, I feel like I get so pissed off with just being like, why don't you care about literally anything? But he's so funny. Like, he says so much funny shit. Like, there's this one part where he says, like, a girl's dress is like a Publix bakery cupcake. I could <laughs> not stop laughing. For those yeah. of you who don't live in Atlanta, Publix is a grocery store. And so like, he was like literally comparing this girl's dress to a public bakery, like cupcake. And I was like, I don't know if this says more about me, the fact that I was literally laughing so hard at this like dig at this girl who did nothing wrong to him. And I was just like, this is so, oh, he's so, he's so funny. Like his, the friend group, like in the high school friend group with him and his other friends, like, I just could not stop laughing. They're so dumb. Like, they're so stupid. But it's just so entertaining to watch them. Like, I'm like, this is like the teenage Indian boy mind. It's a magical place. Actually, no, no, it's not magical. It's it's a really strange place. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's strange. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, true. I feel like if this was a show like honestly you know it, it definitely wasn't um what's the show called the Indian Netflix show never Indian have Netflix. I ever never have I ever I was like, it's, like one. I was like two truths and a lie no it's never have I ever. um anyway yeah it's like you know obviously there were other like characters that weren't it was just Davy who's Indian American but like you know that whole vibe where you're just like these kids are so dumb they're like getting into all this dumb stuff but it is entertaining I think for me as a book like I guess I don't know I'm not really used to that and I don't know I don't know about you Sarah but I definitely didn't laugh out loud (laughs) I don't know yeah it takes a lot for me to laugh out loud and I can't say I did during this book yeah that's true I think yeah me me and Sarah are the same way and you know it it just hit like the kind of humor that Pooja appreciates so take that as you will you might find this book funny (laughs) what a diss okay listen listen (laughs) there were okay there i there was okay I just remember there's like one scene this is not I don't think this is a spoiler because it's like quite like very much in the beginning of the book where there's like this whole scene of them like like they there's like it's like an Indian party right so like all the kids get delegated to the basement which I was like this is the most relatable thing like every like any like family friend party like all the Indian all the Indian American kids just end up in the basement and they like have these like gossip sessions or whatever (laughs) there's this one scene where like Neil's friend I forgot who this friend was but literally he goes oh like you can't do anything with Indian girls because Indian girls are afraid of dicks (laughs) and I was like I literally the note that I have is 
God, I hate Indian boys, but I can't stop laughing at this idiocy because I know people like this. <laughs> I was like, this is, oh, it's, I, you know, like you bring an interesting thing up with the whole never have I ever thing, because I personally didn't like the show, but I also think it's because in my head, the expectation was like, oh, I'm an Indian American girl. So I should relate to this experience, which I didn't at all. Like I was like, this girl is so immature. She's an idiot. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, whereas like here, because he's, I don't know why, but like, because he's an Indian American boy, I didn't <laughs> feel the need to relate to him. I was like, yeah, I don't like, he's a boy. Like it's different. <laughs> Even though like we have very much the same, like very similar type of experiences, but like, I I didn't really feel like any like pressure to, like really compare our life experiences together. Whereas like, if I see like a girl on TV, like an Indian American girl on TV, I'm gonna like automatically just try to compare myself. Whereas like here, I was like, nah, he's dumb. Like, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay, do you guys have any, any more reviews or should we get to the spoiler section since we've already- Would you- <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, would you recommend this book, everyone? I'm assuming Pooja would recommend this book. <laughs> no, actually, wait. No, I, surprise, surprise. I'm going to shock you here. I thought that this book had way too many references to like very specific Indian things without any explanation. So Sarah, mm -hmm. I'm like actually a little bit surprised as to like how you gave it such a high rating because just because like I would have expected like, just a lot of confusion about things like language things there was like no explanation for like half of the language things and if you didn't know what the language was you couldn't understand like you couldn't even get the context so I would actually I, I think like a very specific person would like this book like I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to like a general audience but I if you were like me <laughs> or like you found whatever jokes funny that I found you <laughs> might like this book <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I think there were times where it was like, I have no idea what the fuck is happening, but um, I don't know. I, I don't think it subtracted so much from the book that I was just like, this is not an enjoyable read. And then there were times when it was explained, like, this is what this word means, but um, I don't I didn't, I guess I shouldn't have rated it so high because I'm not sure I would recommend it. I just think the, the lack of a storyline really gets me. So I feel like if you want to read it, like you have to be open to the idea of a really delayed storyline start and also open to the idea of you just follow this person around and like their inner struggles which, you know, is a type of book, but it's not necessarily my type of book. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't say I'm going to go tell all my friends that read that they should read this book. Definitely not none of my friends that don't read. I would never recommend this one. <laughs> uh, I wish you would about you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, 
I don't know. It's it's another one of those things where I kind of do want to get my other, you know, Indian American friends, which are like most of my friends' <laughs> opinions on this. And yeah, maybe I would recommend it to certain people because I kind of know the the person who's more like me versus the person who's more like Pooja. Not to say anything bad about Pooja. I just mean like the things that we find interesting or like humorous or even like the whole storyline thing I totally get that because I don't think I even realized that like that was probably why there were parts of the book where I was like I don't really feel the need to read this anymore because you know we were following some like questionable things problems that were happening but it wasn't really getting to a particular you know plot yet um and I guess the the thing that I was assuming was part of not the story but you know it wasn't a romance but there's the whole like question of Neil and Anita when are they going to end up together are they going to end up together so I feel like that also propelled me through like the first section of the book um but yeah I I would say that I would probably I wouldn't necessarily like go out of my way to recommend this book but also I haven't read many Indian American books, so this is, like, one on my list that I would be like, hey, you should check this out if you are interested in, you know, a book that actually has stuff that, you know, we can relate to. Um, And, yeah, since, like, were the words, Pooja, like, a lot of the words, they were in, like, Hindi or something, right? Like, because, I mean, there were words that I knew, but then there were words that I didn't know. Yeah, it was like a mixture of Hindi and Marathi. So like um, Anjali's family is from, like Anjali, who is Anita's mom, is from Maharashtra. So like they spoke not Hindi, but they spoke Marathi, but they are like very similar. So there are a lot of words that are shared and that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, but like you, if you didn't know those languages, like there was so much, so many words that weren't explained. And like, um the one thing that the first thing that I thought of was like we read Dialy for aunties which is featured in episode one of this podcast um and that book also was like a book that was very like Chinese Indonesian American culture so like there but and there were a lot of words that were used in that book as well because like we're following three people who are like very immersed in Chinese Indonesian culture and like there was all that sort of stuff there but I feel like that there were more there was more explanation for that I feel like you you still got a sense of like the context whereas here there were times where I was like if you didn't know what was happening you like it would you would genuinely be confused um which I I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing but like um I definitely think it impacts your reading experience yeah Okay, if no one has any more unspoilery thoughts, we can get to the spoilers. So if you're listening to this and you want to read the book, um, you can go read it and come back and hear our thoughts. Or if you just want to hear our thoughts, you can continue listening. So I know Pooja has many, many, many thoughts about this book. So we can get started with what with what her thoughts are. Okay, I feel like I want this shouldn't be just be raving and raving about this book, you know, <laughs> like you guys. Wait, actually, just... I have a question. Okay. Is this your first five star or is it Hashimi that refuses to give five stars? 
This is yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> I have is definitely like a more like, you know, like cri- critic, you know, like a true critic. Like I know you for what you are. I'm just like, this book made me laugh. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I was surprised that Pooja was like, like even dilate for aunties. I was like, Pooja's not gonna rate this book this high. But um, yeah, I rarely give out five stars, but I will say that I usually tend to give four stars, but I don't know. The books that we've been <laughs> reading are <laughs> just like, I don't know, but maybe I am being more critical because I'm like writing down my thoughts and, you know, preparing for the podcast and being a little bit more harsh. So I don't know. But yes, Pooja, what do you want to start with? <laughs> okay. So the first thing I feel like we need to talk about this gold thing, right? I feel, okay, wait, wait. Yeah. Two (laughs) things we need to talk about. This gold thing (laughs) and Shruti. I feel like these are my main two, like, I really need to like discuss this. The gold thing, Harshadi, you kind of referenced this in the beginning where like the whole idea is that they're taking, they're like stealing, essentially stealing ambition from other people right? Um, By drinking gold that those people had owned. Um, And the thing is, I thought that that was kind of clever, right? Because I feel like in India specifically, and even the US, like given the gold rush and everything, which is like a major topic in this book as well. In India, gold is like (laughs) the gold standard. Like it is, it is like the thing that you like buy when like for like it's like the most expensive thing you have in your house essentially right like they are like really gold is like a major thing among Indian families and like the accumulation of gold is like you know you buy this for like your future or like your future kids your future grandkids whatever like you pass down this gold because it is such a precious metal so like gold to me is like people are ambitious in buying gold and like having gold and so this whole idea that like they would be stealing ambition from other people to like better enhance themselves is such a like I don't know I also thought it was like this whole thing with like being American is like you're living in a capitalistic society like everything is kind of like a race to like go somewhere and so like you know this whole idea of like blending the Indian and American I thought was like this whole thing of like stealing ambition from other people so that I can like be better in like an American society, but I'm like stealing gold from other Indian people. I don't know. I just thought that the concept was like very clever. Like I thought this was like, I don't, I I didn't read the description very thoroughly, I guess, because I was like, are they drinking gold? Like, (laughs) I was like, what is like, is this like, what is happening here? Um, but yeah, but I just thought it was such a interesting, I felt like there was also like a good commentary on like competitive nature within like schools and colleges and especially among Indian Americans, like there's a constant comparison between like you and like that other kid and like, you know, which college are you going to, which college are you going to, I just thought it was such an interesting commentary on this and like the idea, like, I, I, hear, I hear your hesitation about like cheating and like the way that it was presented, but I, I just thought it was like a very clever take on it, basically. Um, but I'm curious to hear both of your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, I definitely think the it was it was clever to tie, you know, gold in with it because I can relate to that so much. My family 
is like so obsessed. I used to sit with my mom in the jewelry store forever as she picked out different jewelry. And it's, it is definitely one part of my culture that I really don't like because I'm like, I don't like jewelry. I don't want this. Like, can, can we please use this money for something else? But it is a big part of our culture. So I actually, towards the beginning, kind of wrote down this, like, I don't know. I, I don't, like they she definitely brought up the author on um, you know certain like examples of things that they took from you know these Indian kids in like their town um and it was things that were like given to them when they were born or things like that but I was looking at this kind of technically and being like you know I I know me I like and I listen to my parents and I wear it when I have to, but I like, don't like touch this gold jewelry a lot. And especially for like the boys, I was like, they really don't touch this that much. Like how is their ambition in the gold? <laughs> like I was like, that is not possible. She should have chosen something that's more like on your person rather than like some objects that you don't always interact with, like as you know, a young Indian American. But I, I will say that, like, tying, you know, Indian and American culture together and, you know, the whole commentary on the competitiveness that is especially, I think, apparent, like, specifically to a very high degree in, you know, Asian culture, but Indian culture specifically is how, like, Jen, I definitely know. And I don't know. I, I think, yeah, that's the part that I was talking about before. I guess it's just like, I really don't like that culture. It is definitely there. And it's not like me not liking it is going to change anything. But I feel like I had a very different path where I was like, I don't really care about anyone else. Yes, I like do these things, but I do these things because I want to. And I don't care what people think. If they want to compete with me, sure, <laughs> I can be a competitive person in the activities I do but like you know I feel like Neil especially was that kind of character where he was you know a typical like Indian American guy that again like didn't have any of his own ambitions and desires which totally makes sense as like a young kid like that is very typical so yes it it definitely connected a lot of things that are present but I think the fact that I don't like the whole gold jewelry thing and I don't like the whole competitiveness thing, maybe that really affected my perception of it. Yeah, you know, you to know. be honest, when I first, like, read that this, like, drinking this gold makes ambition, I kind of thought that, that, first of all, I was like, there's no way Pooja would pick a book that has, like, some magical aspect to it, and I thought, like, later in the books, book, it would be revealed that, like, they actually put something else in it that makes it, that's, like, I don't, makes you have ambition, it's not the gold, it's, like, um, <laughs> I forgot what the drug is called that he takes, um oh Adderall it's like they snuck Adderall in it and then <laughs> that's why he had ambition and the the gold was like a placebo effect um yeah I don't know I guess like the only reason I didn't like I mean I thought it was clever like linking the gold to ambition but I I was kind of annoyed by it just because I mean I guess I don't 
like I didn't grow up in a culture like that there wasn't like it was like work as hard so you don't like work as hard as you can so you don't have to like fight to make a living later so for me it was like I don't know like this ambition is like a little extra <laughs> but I mean I guess it's just not my culture so I was like I don't know. This seems like a lot to like take from your friends and like steal things for ambition when you could like, I mean, maybe the gold makes you go above and beyond, but you could put your, I mean, I feel like the effort it takes to steal this and like the cost of like people finding out is like not worth it. It's like, you might as well just like work harder in school. But I, that was just my thoughts to it. I mean, I, I, I like, I think both of you raised some really good points about this, right? Like the whole idea of like, I, I think the idea, Sarah, was that this, you're supposed to think that this is ridiculous, right? You're just like, why are they that ambitious? <laughs> like that they need to steal ambition from other people. Like they're ambitious to steal ambition, basically. Um, yeah. which is like, yeah, like it's supposed to be like, wow, these people are whack. Like what's wrong with them? That sort of thing. Um, the other thing, Harshni was like the, the whole thing about Neil, like not having ambition or like not having ambition. And then like going into this, I feel like this is like a good segue into the next thing, which was like about Shruti. Right. So like, so Neil, like, just to fully spoil this part, right? So Neil um, is, like, there's this girl in his school, Shruti, who is, like, a very ambitious person. And, like, they tend to, like, take from her, um, like, gold from her uh, and, like, drink her gold because she's, like, a very ambitious person and, like, you know, does really well in school and all this sort of stuff. But she kind of, like, she... I wouldn't say she has a rivalry with Neil because I think, like... But, like, I think that she is just, like very confident in her abilities and she's just like your standard goody two-shoes do-gooder in school type of person who's like just you know like the teacher's pet basically um and so like Neil gets annoyed with her and like oversteals her gold or like takes another part of the gold and then it ends up impacting Shruti as a person and she ends up committing suicide and this kind of like um, stops the entire lemonade gold thing for the next 10 years. Because as soon as this happens, like they stop completely and they like, like, like uh, give up the whole operation basically um, because it like went overboard. Now, I like, this is the part where I like genuinely hated Neil, but I also like could see how this could happen reason being because I felt like the there's like several allusions to the fact that like this gold is addictive right like it is like an addictive substance and like you your mind like when you're on it you feel like a whole new level of concentration and focus and ambition whatever um and so it's like like when he I, I guess like till this point I guess he was just like needed to up the ante and like get more and I thought it was like kind of like an addict behavior but then I was also like I don't know like why I feel like he was so he was just so mean it was just like uncharacteristically mean 
Cause like normally he doesn't necessarily get like triggered by these type of things, but it was like a combination of like his ambition was growing. And so, and he also combined with this addict behavior, ambition, addict behavior, I felt like took him to the next level to like really like take that last thing from her. And then like, yeah. And then I, I guess presumably like Shruti ended up committing suicide because she had like lost her ambition because like he took all the ambition, but I'm also like, I don't know, that just seems straight. Like you can be a person who doesn't have any, any ambition, but not necessarily a suicidal individual or like a depressed individual. Like you can just be cruising through life or without any ambition. Um, so I don't know, I had a lot of like mixed feelings on that. I, I genuinely thought like that was like the one part of the book where I was just so irritated. Cause I was like, oh, Shruti deserved better. Like, this is so terrible. Um, yeah. Wait, yeah. do you remember like what exactly set him off? Cause he, he, he did definitely get specifically annoyed at Shruti and want to steal her jewelry. And he even goes so far. I think this is right after like, he's her date for this dance and she definitely likes him it's kind of like they have that you know think Davy and Ben from (laughs) Never Have I Ever basically right so they end up getting together it's that kind of like you know competitive thing and as he steals like more gold from other people even her you know he ends up doing better than her and so she kind of it it, she gets a little affected by it but she's also still like likes the boy and he kind of takes advantage of that and really wants to steal this piece of jewelry and she she just gives it to him (laughs) she's like here like she he was like oh yeah like can I see some of your gold jewelry and it's just like in between all of this just like making out with her so that she's like you know, I guess, like, succumbing to whatever he wants, like, to ha- get from her, and so then she's like, yeah, this is, like, my jewelry, I forget what it was, but then, you know, he's like, can I have it? <laughs> she's just like, wait, but then he kisses her again, and then she's like, sure, and I'm just like, like, I can definitely see, I don't know, I wish she was stronger than that, but I also can they were see like that 16. Like they were yeah, like yeah. years old, yeah. But also, yeah, I, also, I feel like her state as like people being mean to her, and then someone shows affection. Yeah. Like I feel like in like if I was in that position, I'd be like, yes, you can have anything because yeah, I, I yeah. want a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely hated how like she was just teased and like you could just hear like it was like just getting into like a you know young boy's head and like hearing the thoughts of like how they commented on girls I was just like oh I never want to be in a boy's head again (laughs) but um yeah I can't remember what exactly about her annoyed him so much to like specifically steal that gold that time but wasn't there that one time he like kicked the locker I can't remember what she did but I remember he got so mad that he kicked the locker because of something she said yeah I think it's like so there was like several instances where like obviously start grades was a major thing where like she was doing better with him and better than him and then like telling him like oh you got a low grade than me like blah 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 which is like I don't know it's like a kid thing to do like kids do that all the time um, and like normally he doesn't get annoyed by it, but then like start like after he starts like getting ambition, like then he gets annoyed that like 
he is being like ridiculed for having a lower grade. And then there was that whole like summer thing where he was like, oh, I'm going to Michigan. And she was like, I'm going to Hong Kong. <laughs> and I was like, and he like, I don't know why he felt so, I, they, I feel like that wasn't explained that well, but like why he was so angry as to like, she was going somewhere like beyond he was going, I guess he was just like, oh, I'm just going to Michigan where she's like going across the world um to like participate in some like very good program or something uh and like so he got like he gets like even more annoyed I feel like because he's like oh I'm not going anywhere she's going somewhere which is you know it's the ambition yeah yeah I, I definitely was still wondering after like the death happened and you know he found out and he Neil immediately thought it was his fault and I was questioning like is it directly him stealing too much or was there also you know underlying stuff that was going on and you definitely don't get a clear answer on that but yeah it it was one of the parts where I was like whoa I'm paying attention now someone died um so yeah it was it was a lot I think the whole time I felt really bad for Shruti because like, I don't know, that's, like, just mean, like, I, I, like, if I was in her position, I would feel really bad about myself. I also really wish that I had a clear, more clear image about whether it was his fault or not. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not the end of the world, but it would make me feel better if I knew whether, I mean, I feel like with that type of bullying, it's possible that she her mental health wasn't great but yeah I don't know I didn't have many thoughts other than I feel really bad for her and these people are way too mean yeah I I feel like the whole thing about like not getting closure on whether like Neil was directly responsible or not or you know maybe it wasn't even the gold maybe it was the fact that he just kind of like ignored her afterwards for a really long time and like she thought she was like getting a friend but like, or like making a friend, but then like immediately, like that friend is gone. Um, so that also might have had some sort of impact. But either way, I feel like Neil definitely felt like he did it like for the 10 years afterwards. Like, I think all of his, like, he is a very, like for the next 10 years, he's like constantly on various different drugs, um, like constantly high or like constantly drunk. Um, and I think that is all kind of due to this like internal, you know, internalization of like, oh, I ruined someone's life so badly because of my actions and like, I will regret this forever type of thing. Um, I had one thought, which was, did you guys end like, like Neil ever <laughs> in this book? No, <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't say that I... I mean, there are parts where I disliked him less, but there, most of the time I was like, bro, like, this is not what you should do in this situation. Like, even him, like, writing not his dissertation pissed me off because <laughs> I was like, bro, this dude is paying your salary. Like, just do your job. <laughs> but I don't, maybe I'm just being a little harsh. Yeah, I I was trying to think. I definitely had points where I was like, 
his like some of his friends like Chidi even Manu like he was pretty good overall as a guy too and I was like oh, these are my my favorite characters they're actually nice people but um yeah I I agree with Sarah I don't think there were points where I really liked him but maybe disliked him less I think the part about him connecting with that guy in the library Ramesh uncle like this older man and they you know connected about history and finding out who this like Indian guy was who um was part of the whole gold rush in California and, and trying to figure out this guy's identity I think that was an overall interesting part to the story so I you know I wasn't too mad at him for not writing his dissertation because I was like all right this is cool you know you're, you're uncovering a history that maybe no one else is paying attention to but yeah I also thought his like relationship with Ramesh uncle was cute so I liked that um I don't know if it's too early yeah Pooja you give your thoughts and then I'll I'll talk about this next. wait I just have a question real quick was the thing he wrote real or did he just make it up because I thought it was made up and then I was like this is so dumb (laughs) I mean it's wholesome but also like yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like an unanswered question, though, because like, there, the whole like this, like, just for context, there, there's this whole thing about like, this uncle tells him tell like, him. hey, there was this Indian guy who was part of the gold rush, and he like stole some gold, and then was like, found out that he had stole some gold. And then he was like, you know, chased away, but then it's like, no one knows what happened to him. Did he live? Did he die? No one has any idea. And so there's like kind of like a few red herrings where like um, Neil finds some research about like someone who is Jewish, um, but then he thinks that like that uh, individual looks Indian. So he's like, ah, maybe he changed his name. (laughs) But like that turned out to be untrue. Like that man was Jewish. He was not Indian. Um, that like the whole like fake thing but then it's like uh it's yeah the unanswered question is like it was the Indian man real like we don't know um and like Neil is having his whole existential crisis regarding like oh maybe maybe we were here before but we 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 didn't we left and then we came back or I don't know it's a whole thing um but yeah generally my thoughts on Neil were I I thought Teenage Neil was just funny uh, until the whole thing with Shruti. And then after that, I just, I didn't really like him. Like he was too, but I also could understand where he's coming from. Like I could understand why he's such a messed up individual because I just feel like he has lived so long with such guilt that it really wears down on you and it can like lead you to do very questionable things and like be a very questionable person. Um, so I could understand him, but I didn't really like him, but I feel like one thing I wanted to ask you both was we've talked a lot about Neil. What about Anita? Because like, she is just, I would argue she's like just as main a character in this whole story. Like she's pretty prominent. Her, her mom is the one who does the whole gold drinking the whole, she starts the whole thing. So what are your guys thoughts on Anita as a person? Yeah, that's kind of where I was gonna go. Plus, like, 
Neil and Nina's relationship? Like, were you for it or against it? For me, I don't know. I think something about Anita annoyed me too. Definitely in high school, I think she got better as the character later on. And, you know, she definitely has a close relationship with her mom. So I think there were parts of her personality that I liked, but I wasn't like, oh my God, go Anita. Like, I, I don't know. I wasn't like, she was my favorite character or anything like that, but I definitely don't think she was as bad as Neil. She, you know, had her stuff together a little bit more and I could understand her, you know, trying to do like all of these great things, you know, in high school, she was like trying to be this whole like Miss Teen India, Georgia, whatever, and beating out Prachi in the like pageants by taking her gold and other people's gold. But then I think later you really got to see how, you know, she ended up at Stanford. She, you know, studied, I forget, but she like had also a boyfriend who, you know, she ended up feeling like she got a lot of jobs and opportunities because of her boyfriend's connection she wasn't like really living for herself she was feeling a lot like her mom so I think through all of that like you know she definitely also went through things that ultimately in the end I wasn't like I wasn't super like I like her or I don't like her but as far as their relationship I don't know Again, something about just annoyed me. Like, I know you guys talk about, like, relatable characters a lot. Like, I think here, I don't know, they were just, like, kind of not relatable, kind of unlikable, but not in a way that I could really get over. So maybe it was just because of Neil. I was just like, no, you guys should not end up together. But, yeah, it was also, you know, I think it was a little more predictable that they would end up together. So it's like, where could the story go where they could live their own lives? And, you know, Neil can discover himself as like a real full person <laughs> with things other than Anita and his lemonade. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with pretty much everything. I think I don't know. Maybe the author just purposely didn't make anyone likable. But I, I, yeah, I agree. In high school, she wasn't very likable. I think sometimes she took advantage of the fact that she knew that Neil liked her, um, which I thought was not very nice. Um, and as an adult, I feel like she again took advantage of him a bit. Like when when she wanted to get um, the wedding jewelry um, and she wanted his help. Uh, I mean, I guess it, it didn't end horribly because they ended up together, which is what he wanted, but it was still like, I don't know, like you're only reaching out because you need help for him to do this thing. Um, it's not like she would have reached out for any other reason. So, I mean, I feel like them together is fine. I It's not like it's a horrible relationship. It's kind of cute that they were knew each other from so long ago, but I don't like either of them. Therefore, I'm not obsessed with the relationship. Yeah, I agree. I actually didn't want them to end up together because like, 
I don't know. I feel like maybe it's the fact that we hear more from Neil that like, I felt slightly sympathetic towards like, especially as as an adult, like I didn't really like him, but I could see where he's coming from. I felt like a little bit sympathetic as to like his situation. We didn't really hear much about Anita, like as an adult uh, until she like re-entered Neil's life. But I genuinely felt like she was just like, there's that whole line, like that's repeated multiple times where like, um, everything, everyone just wants something from some, like someone else or something like they're the line I'm butchering it, but like, that's the gist, right? You, everyone just wants something from someone else. Uh, and I was like, yeah, like Neil thinks Anita just wants him for this thing. Anita thinks maybe Neil just wants her for this thing. Like, I'm like, they don't even trust each other at all. And then like, yeah, like you can argue. Yeah. Towards the end, they like start getting, you know, start trusting each other or whatever. But I was like, you've known each other for so long. Like you really are like re-questioning trust in that. I was like, that you guys should not end up together. Like <laughs> this is not a good relationship. I don't approve of this. Like this is, it was, I was like this, I don't know. I, I genuinely was just like, I don't understand why you guys are together. I don't like both of you together. Like, please go get therapy separately and live your best life. Because Yeah, honestly, <laughs> therapy was really needed for the individuals in this book. Yes, I have a note here. Literally, I was like, uh, there was this whole, wait, I will tell you. Um, <laughs> okay, so a little bit of backstory. So there is like this one part where, they they hold they start this whole like re like heist thing they start like getting back into this gold thing because they want to help anita's mom because anita's mom is like going through it so they want to help her in some sort of way they don't necessarily ask her hey what's your deal are you okay they just decide you know what we're gonna steal gold and like you know help her she doesn't even have an ambition problem. Like, but they're like, no, 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 let's steal gold and let's go help her. And my literal comment was, can all these people get therapy or do meditation or yoga or something? Why are we stealing gold? <laughs> like, why do we need to meddle in people's lives and steal gold? Why can't you just like do things without stealing things from other people? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say for like your earlier point, I'm just like, I'm surprised that you gave it five stars despite like them ending up together when you didn't want them to. Because like, that's the kind of thing where like with my stars, I'm like, I got it. If, if something like that happens, like I can't out because I want my five star books to be perfect, but there is no perfect book. So maybe my standards are too high. But turning to like that point of like the heist, yeah, I I was telling that like um, Pooja and Sarah that you know I like forgot the heist was part of the story. It was part of the description, but you get there like sixty percent through the book, um, and I I did like more of the you know. It, it had more of a plot of like okay they they're on a mission to get this gold, and I forget like what the kind like what specifically was going on with her mom that Anita knew because later we find out from Anjali like everything that was going on but I forget what Anita knew I think she just like knew her mom was struggling she was getting divorced from you know the father Anita's father who 
we like know from the beginning they're not really together, but it's like they're actually getting divorced. And then she, we also find out that Anjali, Anita's mom, loses one of her friends. And we find more about that later. But that's the kind of part where like with grief and like really it wasn't I don't know if it was so clear to like Neil and Anita that it was grief but that was something I could get behind because I feel like it's really hard to get over grief so it was like with the going back to the whole like why they were stealing gold thing I was like that would be something that I could support a little bit more if people were stealing happiness or something which you know probably wouldn't turn out great that would be very mean as well but I think it's harder to get over things like that and feel hopeful again and so I feel like that's the kind of thing that like you know a kid who sees her mom going through that would definitely like go out of their way to do anything to help them and it is hard like you know you can go to therapy and all this stuff but it might not work for you but yeah it it honestly was (laughs) bad that like I don't know why they couldn't just like tell her mom I don't know if like it was like oh she yeah I think they said you know she won't she won't let us do this but we need to do this for her and yeah that's like they could have you know not not gone through all of that but I also could understand a little bit more why they would go through all of that and yeah also the whole like stealing wedding jewelry thing I was like oh my god we're in dial a brandies again but that that part was all like a little more interesting for me once I got there I was like more interested in finishing the book at least yeah, I, I, I like the heist part more, but I was also, yeah, I don't know. I can't get over the fact that you're stealing from other people for, like, I don't, it's just not right to me, especially when, I don't know, they didn't, like, they don't even know if her mom wants it or is willing to drink it. You didn't even talk to her mom to figure out was what it's like, her grandma was like, we need wedding gold. And then Anita was like, okay, I'm getting wedding gold. It wasn't like, oh, let's have a conversation about how she's feeling and like what, whether this goal would actually make her feel better. I don't know. I, it was more interesting, but also it was more frustrating for me, even though <laughs> the beginning of the part of the book was also them stealing. It was still like, guys, you gotta, don't learn from your lessons. Like, it's annoying that's like a really good point the whole thing of like they never learn (laughs) like a person died as a result of like them and like like even um I think there someone else died like also the Anjali's friend also died as a result of like being too greedy about ambition and this and that and like, I, I would say like the author's perspective, like the writing wise, that was very clever to be like, oh, like overly ambitious people, like it will eventually impact, like this is the Im- impact of your over ambitions. Um, but like from the character perspective, I'm like, listen, all these people died. What makes you think this is a good idea to do again? Like, oh, they're so dumb. It was crazy. Yeah, I forget if they were trying to, I think, yeah, they were trying to make the same 
lemonade that they were making before, but then you hear about Anjali and her friend Lyle and how they like made these different kinds of potions that did different things. I don't know, I'm calling them potions. I forget what they call them, but magical liquids that they drank and they were like, yeah, this is actually not good. And I feel like, yeah, that definitely shows, you know, you can't be like too greedy. Like people haven't done, like haven't figured out how to like outlive you know, normal human lifetimes, other than like medical technology, but like, you know, that kind of magic stuff doesn't work. Um, I had a different point, but I forgot, so. Okay, everyone, do you have any more final thoughts you would like to note for our listeners? Pooja? <laughs> okay um okay I will say that like after having this discussion like I I like really do agree with you guys and the thing is I think I gave it I did I gave it five stars originally because like I just think it's a very clever concept I liked the writing I would definitely read more books by this author and like even though I have a thing about like unlikable characters, but if I like find something about them relatable, then I will, you know, still like them. And I still think I'm gonna, I think I might bump it down to like a 4.5, but I, (laughs) because I definitely agree that there were like, I, I think like after talking about it, like I, a lot, there were a lot of things that I did find like have issue with like particularly towards the end and everything like Anita and Neil's relationship like I did not like it but I still I feel like I looked past it originally because I was just like oh but it was so funny like I even though you guys didn't think it was funny (laughs) I thought it was funny um so yeah so I'm not now I'm kind of like debating my score but I don't I don't think I'll like you know knock it down to like a three but yeah but I think I think maybe 4.5 now maybe um yeah I don't have any like pressing thoughts I feel like I really chatted on about this book a lot so yeah Harshini any pressing thoughts from you I'm trying to remember what I like forgot but I I can't so we're gonna let that go but yeah I think after having this conversation for me I feel like I I, I don't know. I still like, didn't like hate the book, you know, like three stars and average rating, but I think I appreciated some parts of the book a little bit more and kind of thought through the book as a whole. One of the things that I was going to bring up was kind of in the beginning, I just like was annoyed with their, them being high schoolers. <laughs> and I was like, I'm too old for this. And I know, I feel like this book is written more for adults. So I was, you know, thinking like, I don't love books that go and tell stories through flashbacks, but I was just wondering like how the book might be different and a little more even engaging if you found out the backstory of the high school stuff through flashbacks and towards the middle of the book you find out that Shruti died but I don't know we that's not the book that we read but I would definitely read more books by this author I feel like you know she definitely knows the Indian American life so I think especially if she had like a cool Indian American girl that we could relate to as the main character living out her adult life. I would love to read a book like that. 
How about you, Sarah? Yeah, honestly, after talking about this, I feel like I would knock my rating down to 3.5. Just, yeah, just because I don't know. Yeah. I guess now it's starting to bother me that the main characters were really unlikable. <laughs> um, other thoughts, I don't have many. <laughs> I, I would also read more books from this author. I think it was written pretty well. And I think the author does a good job. I feel like the author meant to make these characters not likable. And I think the author did a good job of that. Um, and just like setting up the characters and making them like reasonable. So it's not like, oh, this is totally out of character. It's like everything follows through and it's realistic. Um, yeah, other than that, do we know what book we're reading for the next podcast? So the next book we are going to read is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. I know some of my friends, some of my Goodreads friends have already read this book and really liked it. So we are going to delve into this romance. So if you want to check out It Ends With Us before next week, go for it and have a great rest of your day slash evening. Bye. Bye. Bye.